0: this morning Lord we look to you Lord we are not religious but Father we have a real relationship with you a relationship where we can speak to you you will listen you will speak back to us Lord, thank you. During this Christmas season. Lord, that we are full of joy. We are full of hope. We are full of faith. And more than all of those. Full of your love. You said now these three abide. Faith, hope, and love. But the greatest... Of these is love in Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. If you would turn to Mark chapter four, Mark chapter four, I've entitled it "Sowing and Not Reaping: Sowing and Believing."
1: Amen.
0: I, you know, I was th- let me just read you my introduction. Can I just read what I wrote down? Yes. All right, I will.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We are now officially in the Christmas season. Praise the Lord. God sowed into the earth, really into humanity to bring us back into a personal relationship with Him. Sowing and believing is so important in our lives today. And, 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 and I'm using sowing and believing for a reason. Well let me just let me just finish reading before I start commenting. Many Think about that. Many sow, but do they believe in what God says about His Word? Many sow, but do they believe in what God says about His Word? Do not sow in fear, and do not sow because of religious obligation. Amen. Many sow the Word of God because that is just what they are supposed to do without exercising any faith behind it. Well, what do you mean you sow? Well, you, people do their devotional. They do their religious duty. They, they 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 read. They read, but it it doesn't seem like it sinks in. Let me keep reading. Many sow the word of God because that is just what they are supposed to do, without exercising any faith behind it. Some sow because at one point in their life they really believed in sowing and reaping. But that has waned and they do do it out of a past faith with no real power or belief behind it. Did you catch what I just said? People sow because at one point in their lives they knew the power of sowing and reaping. But because of one thing or another, that has waned, that has just it, it, it doesn't seem like it's real to them anymore, but they still do it almost out of obligation. But they don't do it with real faith behind it. Now, let me say this. Sewing is better than not sewing. Amen. Sewing out of obligation is still better than nothing. But, what I'm saying is, I, I see it too many We've all done it in our own lives. We, we, we'll, we'll do it, but we're not really... We're, We read it, but our thoughts are going all over the place. Go to Mark chapter 4. The Word of God is like eating. What do you mean it's like eating? You eat more, usually you eat more than one meal a day. Right? You might eat three meals, you might eat four times, you might eat five times. You might pick throughout the day. Snack? I love the snack. <clears throat> I do. Cut a piece of cheese here, another piece of cheese, and, and I love cheese. But if, if we approach the Word of God like we do in the natural of eating, we would be a whole lot better off than, than what we are. You get hungry? You pick. Eat this, eat that, and then you have a meal, and you eat a little bit more. Think about if if we sow the Word like that. All right, I'm going to sit down and have a meal. Now I'm hungry for the Word again, and then throughout the day you go and and put a little bit in. You meditate. You might pray in the Spirit. Let me say this about praying in the Spirit, because I've said this, and one Sunday night I I really had a revelation uh, of, of praying in the Spirit like a big mixer, That you throw all the ingredients in in a bowl and praying in the spirit, it it seems it mixes it together and it helps produce the result. That's what praying in the spirit will help do. See, continue to sow and believe. Are you in Mark chapter 4? Mark chapter 4, we're gonna start with verse number one. And this was this was really on me to to share this. And again, he began to teach by the sea and a great multitude was gathered to him so that he got into a boat and sat in it on the sea and the whole multitude was on the land facing the sea. Then he taught them many things by parables and said to them in his teaching, listen. If God says listen, you need to really listen. I need to listen. Behold, a sower went out to sow, and it happened as he sowed that some seed fell by the wayside, and the birds of the air came and devoured it. Some fell on stony ground, where it did not have much earth, and immediately it sprang up because it had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, it was scorched, and because it had no root, it withered away. And some seed fell among thorns. And the thorns grew up and choked it, and it yielded no crop. But other seed fell on good ground and yielded a crop that sprang up, increased, and produced. Some thirtyfold, some sixty, and some a hundred. There are four soils here that are mentioned. We know that. Some fell on good ground and yielded a crop that sprang up, increased, and produced. It increased and produced. Your heart is the ground. Are you following me? We, we, you've looked at the parable of the soil before. But the soil is your heart. It says, sprang up, increased. That's why I was thinking about that. We need to sow and believe. Because if you sow and believe what will happen, you'll reap. Sowing and reaping should naturally take place, continually in our lives. But I'm convinced that we don't sow and believe. It's just what I said earlier. We sow religiously, we sow out of obligation, we sow because in the past it was alive to us and and we know we know in our mind it works we know it'll work but our heart may be a little far away from the Lord are you hearing what I'm saying and he said to them he who has ears to hear let him hear if you have ears to hear hear But when he was alone, those around him with the twelve asked him about the parable. And he said to them, To you it has been given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God. We have been given a privilege. We as believers, we as Christians, God gives us understanding and knowledge about the mysteries of the kingdom of God. That's what he said here. To you has been given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God. But to those who are outside, all things come in parables. They're outside. (laughs) People have more faith many times in your faith than they do on their own. Mm -hmm. A week or two ago, a lady that... I had ministered to her husband. She texted me. She was in the hospital and asked me, can you you pray for me? I'm in so much pain. I'm just laying here crying. Can you please pray to God that the pain would go? She had a gallstone, she said the size of a golf ball. That's kind of big. Mm-hmm. You don't pass. <laughs> you don't. That thing doesn't move. That doesn't go. She had surgery for that, and then they did surgery a couple days later and took her gallbladder out. Mm-hmm. So I I touched her back. I'm praying for her and and, and then I, I sent the scripture to her. She said, I'm going to have my husband bring the Bible that you gave us to the hospital. I saw her a few days after that. And she said, thank you so much for praying for me. For, she said, I, now I, when when she said, I didn't ask, and I don't know if she, she said, every night when I was there, I laid with the Bible. I went to sleep with the Bible on. I don't know if she was listening to it or Bible on her chest. You know, I, I don't know. I didn't even ask. Didn't, some things you just don't want to know, you know. Um, um, but she's doing a lot better. And, and that's why God wants you to believe in sowing. Because you might, at times, not only your own life, but you're soaring into someone else's life. Amen. And, and it's funny, they trust that in the God you serve, in the God you believe in. But you know what? Just that encouragement will, will help spark a person. See, when, when God encourages you, does that help you? Mm-hmm. What do you mean when he encourages me? You ever, you're reading the scriptures and, and, and you're just going through and all of a sudden Amen. it's just like yeah. whoa. Amen. It almost gets in you, on you. It, you it It's whoa, I see it. Lord, thank you. And it just brings comfort, it brings healing, it brings whatever may be needed at that moment. Well, but you were the one that was sowing it in. Are you following me? Hold your place in, in Mark 4. Go to Ephesians 1. I'm going to read this out of the New Living. I'm going to start with verse 13. And now you Gentiles have also heard the truth, the good news that God saved you. And when you believed in Christ, he identified, excuse me, he identified you as his own by giving you the Holy Spirit, whom he promised long ago. Isn't it? God identified you as his own. You have been identified by God as his. Amen. You're not the devil's. You're not anybody's. You you have been identified by God as his own. That's powerful. He identifies you. You, you are mine. That's something. If you're God's, he's going to take care of you. He is going to bless you. He is going to help you. Verse 14, the spirit is God's guarantee that he will give you, excuse me, he will give us the inheritance he promised and that he has purchased us to be his own people. He did this so we should praise and glorify him. I, I, I could, I, I'm trying not to veer off because of each word I want to veer off about praising. We talked about having a thankful heart last week. And remember, and, and it's worth repeating, that I mentioned last week, and Marissa says, I don't want you to write something about that that when you complain when you let that thing in and you start complaining complaining to me the root of complaining is is from fear and worry you're fearing you're worrying that it's not going to work right you're not trusting what god said you keep sowing and believing what God said, but you're and so what happens now? You start complaining because it, you're, it's not happening as you think it should, or at the right time, or whatever. You start complaining, and remember, complaining can open up the door for the destroyer to come and to bring destruction into your life. And I shared scriptures that I want this morning, but but. That's why it God's not when God says I want you to thank and praise me, it's not well he, he gets off on he, he needs that in his life. He doesn't need anything. God's self God doesn't need anything. Now he he does want us to share his love back to him because he wants relationship, but he doesn't need that. Are, are you following me? God mm-hmm. What he knows as you are thankful, it, it just, it, there's something that happens in the spirit realm. And there's something that happens when you complain. When you start complaining, how do you know a person's complaining? Okay, by their attitude. How else? what they're saying really I don't know how else you you can't read their mind they might have a thought of complaining but you don't know unless their attitude they have a bad attitude and they start complaining by saying they're complaining they're saying things they're 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 voicing they're complaining well that's the demonic realm Whew. they hear that Remember, you the, the things you believe and the things you say, you start drawing those things to you. That's just it's that's how that's how these things work. God inhabits the praises of His people. I mean not, but God inhabits; He's enthroned in the praises of Israel. He's, he he inhabits our praises, right? Mm-hmm. So when 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 you're just like when you speak faith, there's a difference between speaking. The word of God and believing and speaking the word of God when you put those two together there's a power there's a spiritual energy that comes forth are, are you hearing what I'm saying we know that there you know that there's times when I'll confess the word there's not a whole lot of faith behind it, but I know if I if I confess because I know what the scriptures say and faith comes by hearing, and I know if I if I confess it, I'll hear, it, and I know it, it's, I'm building it up. Are, are you following me? But you know when 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 it's mm, on the inside and you start speaking in faith, there's a whole different attitude. There's a whole different. Authority that comes through. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? If not, I have to repeat it. I don't want to repeat it, but but I think you understand what I'm what I'm saying. See, God wants us at the place where we're believing and we're saying it. That's what you're so. See what you say. You're sowing. There's different ways you sow, but when you say something, you sow it, right?
1: I see that you're struggling with this <laughs> <Sorry,
0: thanks. laughs> alright let's keep going I don't want to this to you it has been given verse, back to verse that I'm given given to it has been given to you it has been given <laughs> to know the mystery of the kingdom of God but to those who are outside all things come in parables so that seeing they may see and not perceive it's possible you can see and not perceive and hearing they may hear and not understand you can hear something but not understand it lest they should turn and their sins be forgiven them And he said to them, do you not understand this parable? How then will you understand all the parables? The sower sows the word. And these are the ones by the wayside where the word is sown. When they hear, Satan comes immediately and takes away the word that was sown in their hearts. Ah, that's not true. Satan comes and steals from your heart. And these are the ones sown by the wayside where the word is sown. When they hear, when they hear, well, these are like the ones sown on stony ground, who when they hear the word immediately receive it with gladness. Oh, praise God. You receive with gladness. And they have no root in themselves. How do you build up the root system? sink your roots down deep in a soil of God's marvelous love out of the new living in Ephesians talks about that. you sink your roots down deep on the soil of God's love. you sink your roots down deep. What you do you keep sinking your root. you keep going deeper in the word. you keep you keep meditating on it. That, that's how the, the, that root system gets strong. You feed. you feed continually. On purpose, nobody here eats by accident. You just, "Oh, I fell on the table and, and my mouth was open and, and food got in my mouth
1: <laughs>
0: I, I guess it could happen I mean, <laughs> you know but then you have to on purpose swallow it then. See, you, 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 you fall on the table, get mouth full, and you fall off the table on your back, and you, you swallow it accidentally, and it goes down, and you just got some food for today. Well, if that's how you get your food, you are eventually going to die, uh, because that's not going to work. You, you, you eat on purpose. Right? So you sow the word on purpose. You do it. That's just, if we're a Christian, follower of Christ, a Christian, that should be natural. The, the, the word should be a natural thing in our lives, not unnatural.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Again, it becomes an unnatural because over time we, we live only naturally. And if you feed yourself only with natural things... You'll just want more of that and the spirit just kind of shrivels up. You know, your spirit will scream out loud, but it'll start to the place you can't hear it. Shrivel. When you fast, what happens when you fast? What talks out loud, speaks loud at, at first? Your body, your, body, your you want to eat, your stomach ripple, growls, you think, well, no, You know, when I decide to fast, it seems like, man, I want to eat all kinds of junk, right before, I just want to, I'll eat dinner, and I'm hungry 10 seconds after, it's just, I'm like, what is going on here, because your body's, it's like, you've got to feed me. It speaks to you. But what you feed the most is what will speak to you the most. Isn't that brilliant? well. Hold your place in, in Mark. Go to Galatians. You just need to get back to continue to, to sow properly. That's all. Knowing that God... I never finished reading Ephesians. Let me me do that. How did I get off on that? Verse 15. Ever since I first heard of your strong faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for God's people everywhere, I have not stopped thanking God for you. I pray for you constantly, asking God... This is the Apostle Paul writing to the Church of Ephesus. Really to all of us, but... So I've not stopped thanking God for you. I pray for you constantly, asking God, the glorious Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, to give you spiritual wisdom and insight so that you might grow in your knowledge of God. I pray that your hearts will be flooded with light so you can understand the confident hope He has given to those He called His holy people who are His rich and glorious inheritance. I also pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe Him, this is the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead and seated him in the place of honor at God's right hand. You see, when you when you put it in, Paul said, "I pray that you'll, your heart will be flooded with light. Why? So you can understand. If you don't ever, if you never get any understanding of the word, you'll quit putting it, putting it in." God starts giving you light. Your 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 spirit, your heart starts. Mm, man, that's good. Your mind's your mind at times is like I don't know what, but your spirit is. Wow, that's good. And your mind, I still don't get it. Spirit, why heart? What? Why? Why are you excited about it? Am I the only one that? Because my mind talks to my heart at times. My, I don't. I don't get it. The Spirit man needs to say, you will, just shut up. Because the hearts, that your heart being flooded with light. The Holy Spirit lives in your heart. He's, mm, he's flooding. Well, and you continue to sow. Praise God. I'm gonna, I'm getting this. It's real. And your mind's saying, yeah. Okay, mind, here's what we're going to do. We're going to confess the word for a few minutes to help you. I mean, if you have to talk to yourself like that, you need to. But my mind wants to control me. Your mind should not control you to the place where it just brings you dumb because you're always thinking about negative things. You're, you're, all these different things keep coming. I,
1: are
0: you hearing what I'm saying? Yes. The sower. What, what's the first thing? Go back to Mark four. And these are the ones, by the way, that where the word of God, where the word is sown, when they hear, Satan comes immediately and takes the word that was sown where, in the heart. Wow. That means when you sow the word, not only is it helping your mind, it's going to your heart. It's going into the spirit man. It's it's going in there. It's going in the heart. Are you you seeing it? It's going in. That's why you continue to sow. You continue to believe. This works. Why? Because God told me to do this. He said that. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. I will be a sower, and I will be a believer. What? He that sows will reap. Amen. And that's where I didn't finish in Galatians either. Keep giving you part of these scriptures. Go back to Galatians. Hold your place. We're going to go right back to Mark. In Galatians, verse 7. Do not be deceived, God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. For he who sows to his flesh, will of the flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to the Spirit, will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. You can sow to the flesh, or you can sow to the Spirit. Faith works through the Spirit. Through the Spirit man. Biblical faith Believes in the where? Heart and speaks or confesses with the mouth. That's biblical faith. That's why you sow to the spirit. You sow on purpose in the heart. You sow the word. Because it's getting in the heart. It gets in the heart and renews your mind at the same time. And whatever is in the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak it. That's what the scriptures say. So you get that on purpose in abundance in your heart, the mouth will start speaking. And it'll start, what'll well, start happening? You'll start speaking correctly. It's a process. These things are a process, it's a process. Because what will start happening, and you'll be, you'll start being happy, because you re, you'll you find, you'll see, man, I responded the right way.
1: Amen. Yes.
0: That's an encouragement. <laughs> when you respond the wrong way, it's like, oh, that's just telling you, no, you just keep, you keep doing what, you keep doing this process. You keep doing that. You don't get all condemned and beat up because the moment you get condemned and beat up you back away and you go away from God. Condemnation doesn't draw anybody to God. Guilt and condemnation draws you away from God or pushes you away. That's what that does. Well, I feel condemned all the time. Then start meditating on righteousness. Start meditating on love. Well, I feel sick. Start meditating on healing scripture. Start meditating on peace.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I feel that there's scriptures for any anything you feel. There's scriptures for anything, any circumstance you're going through. There's scriptures for for all of it, mm-hmm. all of it. There are. That's why again, sowing and believing. Now, he that sows to the spirit will reap. Everlasting life. Look at verse nine. And do not and let us not grow weary while doing good. That means you're you're sowing You're doing what's right. You're sowing the right thing. Boy, you ever been in a circumstance where Boy, I know what's right, but this is easier and it's shorter. Or and, and so you you have an inner debate. Anybody ever been there? Mm-hmm. God wants you to choose what's right. Let us not grow aware while doing good. Why? For in due season we shall reap it. We don't lose heart. There's the word heart again. We don't lose heart. You don't lose your heart. I lost my heart. where to it go? well losing heart is you get discouraged you lose heart you're discouraged discourage no courage not courage discourage right discourage you don't have courage what does courage do when someone has courage boy they're courageous they'll Face it and they'll go through it. Mm-hmm. Warriors are courageous. You read a different stories like about D-Day, and, and they're on a suicide death mission. I can't I cannot imagine going into something <laughs> knowing that you're there's a good chance you're not coming out a lot. You just you're not coming back. I I can't imagine. Now, Ralph, you may have faced that at I don't know in, in long you know at at time where you're going into a situation and it's bad. it might be shots being fired <laughs> and you're going into that Ugh. has that ever happened? Yes. Can I ask you what is your mindset going in <clears throat> Do you remember what your mindset is? Just to the end you'll, whatever. Whatever it takes, he, he's, you're going into that situation. The end goal. What's the end goal? Well, it might be stopping a crime. It might be rescuing somebody. That's the end goal, right? That's the, that's the important. That's the end goal. You go through training, see, as go through training. a The end goal. What's the end goal? What's the result? What's the prime? What is the result? God's saying. That's 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 what you. That's what you look at keeping our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who the joy that, for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. Jesus, so can you imagine going into the garden, sweat drop, great drop, Lord, if there's any other way, sweat blood break, his vessels are breaking in his head and it's creating blood flow Knowing that I'm going to be arrested. And not only am I going to be arrested, I'm going to go go through crucifixion. One of the most hideous tortures in the world. Can you imagine, knowing that you're going through that, but the joy that was set before him, what joy, you, me, and everybody else, that he's going to buy back so that we can have a relationship with God once again. He's looking at that. So he's continually sewing. Literally, Jesus sewing what I'm gonna I'm gonna keep going. I'm sewing that. What I'm looking at what's coming out of this. So when when you're when you're sowing. He wants you to look at the end, and that's a great the end game, the end result. You're looking at the end. You're looking at the promise, the fulfilled promise, the, the answer. That's what you're looking at. It's like at work. You go through things. You know that it, this is the end result. This is the goal, so you put up with a lot of stuff. Stop. <laughs> Just as a critic, you put up with a lot of stuff. Why? Because that's the the goal. I'll continue to sow. Sow in belief, sow in faith. I'm going to prosper.
1: I'm
0: walking here. there are people out there that I'm gonna lead to the Lord that I can bring a word of encouragement to help them get through it. I know it. So I'll keep going. Amen. My God. Let's not go of while doing it, for in due season we shall reap. If you don't lose heart. Due season. Praise God. In due season. There's a season due to you. See we see in due season, but turn out, there's a season that's due to you.
1: Amen.
0: Due season, that season's due to you. Well That's the right season because you're sowing. it's due to you. Amen. The promises of God are due to us. But, but you might think, well, I, I can't make God do anything. You're right. But God already laid it out. He said, it's yours. Well, how do I get it, God? Well, the only way you get it, you get it is by faith. You're telling me... See, to the world, that's... But you got faith. What is faith? Faith is belief. Faith is trust. Trusting in the Word of God. Faith. There's power in that. That's nice. God's word is full of power, it's full of faith.
1: Yes,
0: so if I just put it in, it's gonna help my faith. If I put in fear, it's gonna grow my fear. Fear, worry, anxiety, all that, it just feeds your unbelief. The devil wants you to walk in unbelief. Did God say, Nah, it's not really what he meant. You know, you have to listen to people who get confused about scriptures. No, that's not really what it means. Well, what does it mean? Oh, God, you know, I don't... That's why you rightly divide the word of truth. It... Most Scripture interprets itself. If you're a, if you're a Bible student and you study, you'll start see th- things reveal itself. You have to dig a little bit. Then dig. Part the Mark four. And we'll close. verse 16 remember those that so by the wayside say come mealing, steal the word out of your heart you could go into a service and really get blood, and boy really come alive and guess what that meal you'll be tested in that area why because he wants to get that word out hear that in the, in the afternoon the next day well where did this come from from hell that's where it came from yeah. Like Smith Williams Wiggins were, right? Rolled over in the middle of the night. Look. Devil himself was in his bed. He said, "Oh, no, it's only you. He rolled over on my back and my back. Why? Because, you know, he's under my foot. What's he going to do? I mean, that's, you think about that. People watch things to try to... I like scary movies. Why? 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 Let's let's analyze this. Why do you like... To, well, I like the... I like the... You like... You like the rush of fear that comes in your heart, huh? I remember back in before I was saved, some friends of mine, quote unquote, you know, they were running movies about Anton LaVey. Well, he's the same as high priest. They were watching the satanic black mass rituals, and at, of course, at night with the lights out, and they put in. I'm not even saved, but I, I, you know, at least I, I believe in God. I would have busted hell wide open, but I'm like, I'm leaving. I'm not watching that crap. My God! You talk about the fear and just the, the you could just feel.
1: Ugh.
0: I'm not. Why? Then you watch movies of there's an axe murder in your shower. You watch enough of that, you go into your shower. And, it's a nap because you put it in. You don't put it in. I don't worry about going to my shower.
1: <laughs> Who's
0: in there? God, the Father, Spirit of God's in me. The Father—they're all in. Praise God! We're gonna shower together. That sounds kind of weird, but <laughs> He's there everywhere. Remember when I saw Poltergeist? Now why would I would ever go see a stupid movie like that? Cause I I never like scary because I know what it does. Even when it, I went so I said okay, and that's when the thing come out of the TV and you know, my God, I go home. <laughs> I remember for week for weeks laying the TV's right there. Yeah. Man, it's just it's just weird. It's could that really could that thing come out on, in my TV? you think, nah, that's only a movie. Well, not a movie, but it's, you know, I, the demonic realm, you you open up another demonic realm, it'll give you, it'll, it'll, it'll play with you. But, you open up to God, and you keep showing the word, hmm. <coughs> I had one, uh, yeah, I'll close. I had one believer say, I, I guess he was a believer, this was after I got saved I started going to a Bible study and this guy said you know sin is good oh, sin is good because uh, and and sin you know and then we get redeemed and we got redeemed and but but he said without sin now, the think life would be pretty boring
1: wow. what
0: What? yeah I mean, You know, looking back, what in the world? I was a new believer, and I knew that's stupid. But now, looking back now, that's not just stupid. That's beyond stupid. That's that's ignorant. That is ignorance or stupidity going to seed, seed that they're sowing, and trying to sow in someone else's heart. My God, how... That's why I don't, I don't want to so, I don't want to sow negative into, I'll use David as an example. He said, I don't want to sow negative into David. David dealing with that, oh, you know, you know, I went through that too, but man, I, I had a rough fall, man. I had a hard time, and I never, you know, it took me years to recover. <laughs> what in the world that what's that gonna do for him? No. Bless God. I'm praying for it. Let me give you a scripture to encourage. You know, back, I think it was a couple weeks ago, I, I texted somebody. It was after Sunday service. Sunday morning service. I was just thinking about him and his wife, and I shot him a text. You know, I, it was all encouraging, and I put a scripture in there. Just, it was really, and I knew it was of the Lord. I, I knew that I later on they they text me back thanks Pastor John for for the the word of encouragement thank you well I'm not saying wow look at me what what I'm saying is you sow that Mm -hmm. I could oh how's it going today hopefully your day hasn't stunk and, (laughs) and my God you know I dealt with you know I'm dealing with this fear in my life how about you Have a great day. (laughs) Yeah, that's awful. That's awful. Even if you were dealing with something, I'm not. (laughs) I may, I may ask Marissa. You know, man, pray for me. Or you know, she already. There's time. Your spouse already knows. You know, if your spouse, what's the matter? Nothing. Well, you already know. It's something. Just pray so in belief. We didn't finish Mark 4. <laughs> we'll just, let's just read 16 through 20. These light was on once sown on stony ground, who, when they hear the word, immediately receive it with gladness, and have no root in themselves, and so endure only for a time. Afterward, when tribulation or persecution arises for the word's sake, immediately they stumble. Tribulation, pressure, persecution. Jesus said that you'll reap reap a hundredfold with persecutions. Isn't that something? You know, when you get blessed, or, or you start seeing God really work, persecution comes in. And a lot of times, persecution comes from other believers or, you know, so called believers. Mm-hmm. You know, when you persecuted by someone that's not saved, that's one thing. But when you're persecuted for believing the word by another believer, that's oh. uh, wait a minute here. Because they get upset because they're lukewarm at best. Well, okay, amen. <laughs> Now, these are the ones sown among thorns. They are the ones who hear the word. They hear it. The cares of this world. What cares? (laughs) that? What are you going to eat? What are you going to drink? How are you going to pay your bills? Blah, blah, blah. You can go on. Cares of the world. Every day cares. We're going to deal with that work next week. Cares of the world. The deceitfulness of riches. Deceitfulness of riches. Going after riches before you go after God, the, the, it's deceitful. Why? Because it will consume you. It will consume your thought life. It will, that's why things will consume you. Idolatry, idols. What's happened? Your 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 idolatry, your idolatry, it's not just a statue. Idolatry, it, it's something that consumes your thought life. That's an idol. Far as often, you're it's an idol worship because you're letting that consume you and not the Word of God. Say amen. amen. Okay, good. And the desires of other things. Wait a minute. Delight yourself in the Lord, He will give you the desire. Wait a minute, it says, and the desires for other things. Well, the key, and that's going to delight yourself in the Lord. He'll give you the desires of your heart, the the desires of other things, or the lust of other things. It's just a strong desire. You're desiring something, and it's consuming you more than God's presence and God's worship that needs to consume you. Are, are you following? Desire for something else. You start thinking about that more than you're thinking about God. Entering in, what does it do? Choke the word. When you choke someone, they don't; the, the breath doesn't get. When when the word's choked out, you don't get the the word isn't flowing in, it's being choked out. And what happens? It Becomes unfruitful. There's no fruit being born. But these are the ones sown on. Good run. Those who hear the word and what happens? They accept, they accept it. Well, if you accept something or receive it, you believe it's, it's okay. You receive a package. Someone knocks on the door, someone drops a package. Package. How many of you Where's our metal detector? What are you What are you doing? I'm analyzing this box. Oh, usually you just receive. It. Because you probably know you've ordered something and it's coming, and there it is. You receive it, right? You accept it. You believe that's it. See, that's what, you, the word comes, you accept it, you receive it. Oh, okay. You want to add a line maybe, you know, what's God, what's God, God, what, what, you know, what are you trying to do? Are you trying to trick me? All right, good. And bear fruit, some 30, some 60, 100 fold. Go to Matthew. Matthew thirteen, verse twenty three. But he who receives seed on but he who receives seed on the good ground is he who hears the word and what understands it. Who indeed bears fruit and produces some hundred, some sixty, some thirty. He hears the word and understands it. So sometimes you don't hear something one time all the time. You, all, or you don't hear something once and always understand it. No, you need to hear it. Hear it again. Hear it again. Hear it again. Hear it again. Your, your heart's getting it. And remember the mind. Book. All right, go to Luke 8. Verse 15. But the ones that fell on the good ground are those who having heard the word with a noble and good heart keep it and bear fruit with vision. they what what do they do they keep it they don't let it go the devil just wants you to let it go let let that go it's not gonna happen God's not gonna heal it God's not gonna prosper yeah blah blah blah, blah. You let go. No. You keep it. You hold on to it. Nope. uh Uh-uh. I hold on. You look at those three and put all those together. You accept it. You keep it. Noble and good heart. You don't let go. No, wait a minute. God said this. So when someone comes in your life and they say something, you've been standing on the word of God. And someone happens to call you or come and they say something that's the opposite of what you've been standing on. What you do is "Ah." you get down to be quiet. They keep going, just say, you know what? I don't want to hear it anymore. Or you can just tune them out. But my goodness, don't let you build the word of God up for days and weeks, and you're going to let some someone or something come in and steal it overnight. You get a pain. And then all that get a pain. Oh my god, what's that? Man, oh sharp pain.
1: What's that? I'm
0: not saying you don't go to the doctor, but what's that? Oh my god. Wait a minute. He sent his word and heal me and delivered me from my destruction. You can go to the doctor. You can get checked out. Whatever you did do, do in faith. You get checked out and the doctor says this is what's wrong you know oh my god I knew that's why I didn't want to go in the first that doesn't he's just already confirming what you already have let you know believed in your own heart that's when you see you, God says this you see that that's where the rubber meets the road okay well, now what do I do you keep sowing and believe it. Remember, the word of God starts out very small. Well, the kingdom of God is as if a mustard seed was sown. It's like a mustard seed which when it's sown on the ground is smaller than all the seeds on the earth. But when it is sown, it grows up and becomes greater than all the herbs. It what? It grows. You sow it. It grows. You sow a seed in the dirt. What happens to that seed? It should grow. But if it gets no water, and if it gets no sunlight, water, what's the water? The Word of God. Sunlight, that's the sun, Jesus. I mean, you get the sun and the water, the Word of God. I'm trying to be funny, but... You sow a seed; it needs proper nutrients. It needs sunlight. It needs water. It, you know, needs. A, well, so do you. You need the sun to light your light up, your light up, your life up. We just read in Ephesians one that your heart would be flooded with what? Light. The sun. S O N. The water, the washing on the water of the Word of God. Your feet, it's growing. It grows. When something grows, it's getting the proper nutrients to grow. If a person weight lifts, say he's training for football. Oh, now I want to be a football player. Man, they're, they're training, but they, you know, they're getting hit. The, the force that these people are getting hit with is, but they're training, they're building up. Can you imagine... An NFL linebacker working out, but he only eats a thousand five hundred calories a day. What's going to happen? He's not going to build up. He is going to, he is going to hurt himself. They pro- I don't know what a linebacker, you know, when they're training, I don't know. They're eating thousands of calories. They're eating right, but they're getting a lot of protein. they what? They're feeding themselves. So when you feed. I don't know. You feed. You continue to sow. You feed continually. God's word. will Push anything else out. If you if you'll stick with it, you will reap. If you don't, what lose heart or faint. Don't lose heart. Don't. If he says don't, don't. That's where you take it at face value. Okay, I'm not losing heart. I'm not going to be encouraged. I'm going to be thankful. I'm going to just praise the Lord. Well, he said to. And God knows more than I do. And your mind says, you don't want to thank God right now. You want to complain a little bit, don't you? Because you're having a hard time. Don't you want to complain? You keep listening to that. What will happen? You'll complain. No, I don't want to complain. I want to to thank God. Why? Because He inhabits my praises. So I'm going to praise Him. He'll inhabit it, and He's going to sit right on your head and shut you up. Sometimes you just got to talk to these things. You start talking, and guess what? Those things leave. They're spirits. Why? They don't want to hang around. God's not giving you the spirit of what? (laughs) It's a spirit. That's why, why on purpose put fear into your own heart? You give, you're opening up the door to the destroyer. I want to see how scared I can really get. There's people like that. Don't watch all kinds of. T- what? Why? People sometimes would rather complain. They would rather do those because they're more comfortable in, in those things. You know, when you walk by faith and God starts stripping off these things, you almost, oh my God. I've never parasailed. I don't know if I ever want to. But you go to the Disney water park. I forget which one, and it has the the real high slide. You get up there, and you know what? It has a it has miles per hour. I've done it. I'm going sixty five miles an hour down that thing. That's fast. I've also gotten walked up there. Dealing with fear. Do you know, I don't really want to do this? Then <laughs> I see a kid about five years
1: old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is. A... <laughs> yeah,
0: they, I'm
1: like,
0: I'm not gonna take a walk of
1: shame.
0: <laughs> okay, I'll deal with it. Some dummy trying to talk me into it. You're trying to talk. <laughs> and then you go down it. And it is. It's like, wow, this is pretty cool.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But at any given, you have to deal with it. I deal
1: with
0: it. either deal in courage or discourage. But the the, the word is courage. In E N courage or DIS courage. You encourage, you help bring them courage, or you help discourage them. Bring steal courage from them. God will encourage you. He'll bring, he will build up your courage to continue to fight the good fight of faith and to face that thing, to face that giant. You only have a slingshot. You could have a water pistol. But when God gives a hold of a water pistol, it comes out harder than a fire hose. Can you imagine being sprayed in the face with a water hose? Or with a fire hose? <laughs> That's what God can do. Take that little water pistol. <laughs> And, and be like a like a fire hose in the face. And just knock you flat. He took a little slingshot. You're coming to me with dog toys. You're coming with... One of David say? You're an uncircumcised Philistine. You have no covenant with God. I'm going to cut your head off. He took that little sling. I guess that's why they did that back then, right? They, I, you know, I still don't understand how that worked. You know, today say you just pull it back and shoot. Mm-hmm. You know, man, you have to be you spin that thing around and you release it. Man, you talk about he trained himself in the in in the taking care of the sheep out there. And what God said, you know what? I'm gonna when you release that, there's gonna be there's gonna be a divine missile. That's gonna hit. See, that's why if you continue to show God, God will get involved like He did with David. With with any story you read in the Bible, told Moses, stand and see the salvation of the Lord. God pardoned the sea. I want to see that on, on video in heaven. I do. Big screen. God's big screen might be. You know, let's just light it up across the sky.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now watch. Man. Mm. You want to see how I created? Let's watch it. Wouldn't that be awesome? Mm-hmm. Let's see at the very beginning when God spoke. What happened? That's an encouragement. See, that? you think like that. I'm telling you. You continue to sow. Sow and believe. And you will, not you might, you will reap the harvest. You will reap, you'll see what God absolutely said. You'll reap what he said. God does not lie. God is not mocked. God will not be mocked. Whatever a man sows, you sow what's right, God's not mocked. It will come to pass. I don't give a flip who says no, who says I don't think so. They're not God. And you need to be around people that will encourage you, not discourage you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that can't happen. Why? Father, we thank you today. Lord. Mm-hmm. My goodness, you are good. Lord, we are the sower who sows on good ground. It's our heart. We hear the word, we accept it. We a noble and good heart. We keep it. We won't let it go. We will not let it go. The thief is not stealing from me. The destroyer isn't s- destroying me. He won't kill Lord, you have come that we would have life. We would have it more abundantly. So Father, thank you. This Christmas you sowed. You sowed in Mary. In her womb through the Holy Spirit. You sowed a seed. A natural seed to bring forth child, a baby in the manger. We call him wonderful, everlasting father, prince of peace. He's the one who came during this season so that we would have life and have it more abundantly in Jesus' name.